Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. This morning, as well as to everyone joining us by video and podcast, we want our visitors and guests to know that we practice open communion. We invite all baptized Christians to receive the Lord's Supper with us today. We also invite you to join us for refreshments following today's service. Thank you to everyone who came to our church family trip to the Ark Encounter yesterday. A good time was had by all, and we are planning on going back to visit the Creation Museum in the future. Details will follow once they are available. This morning, we are returning to our previous tradition of receiving communion at the altar rail. As the deacon directs you forward, you are free to kneel or stand at the rail as you prefer. Children and all those who are not yet receiving communion are invited to come forward to receive a blessing. Also, if you would prefer to receive communion where you are seated, please feel free to inform the deacon. The Sim family wishes to announce that the visitation for Berman Sim will take place this Thursday, the 9th, from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. at Rogers in New Lebanon, with the funeral service on Friday, the 10th, at 11 o'clock a.m., also at Rogers. We pray for God's comfort for the Sim family as they mourn Berman's passing. Our second midweek Lenten service of the year is this coming Wednesday, March 8th. We will gather for dinner at 6.30 p.m. with worship at 7.15 p.m. Please feel free to see Shannon to sign up to bring food for dinner. Also, please let me know if you would be able to participate in the sermon skit. We are still in need of a worship leader for next week, Sunday, March 12th. Please let me know if you would be interested so I can send you copies of the worship materials. The Youth of St. Andrew will be collecting donations of new socks and underwear and toiletry items to be given to the Valley View Clothes Closet. Watch for a collection box here at our church, as well as other local churches and businesses in Farmersville, as well as a couple places in Germantown. Donations will be accepted until April 30th. Thank you in advance for helping our youth with this service project. The other announcements I leave to your own reading. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Karen. Yes, and once again, we thank you, Dolores, and please pass along our our sincerest thanks to Harold, to both of you, for your many years of hard work and service in keeping our flower beds beautiful. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Let us begin with prayer. O Lord, our Maker, Redeemer, and Comforter, we are assembled in your presence to hear your holy word. We ask you to open our hearts by your Holy Spirit that through the preaching of your word we may be taught to repent of our sins, to believe on Jesus in life and death, and to grow day by day in grace and holiness. Hear us for Christ's sake. 
Amen.
Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The scriptures tell us that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you, God, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us of the whole world. 
Heavenly Father, it is your glory always to have mercy. Bring back all who have erred and strayed from your ways. Lead them again to embrace in faith the truth of your word and to hold it fast through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who gave himself for us. Amen. You may be seated. At this time, we'll have our children's message and we invite the children to come forward.
the Lord has said to the woman, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left, and the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out for Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the side of the great tree of Morah and Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord, who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel, with Bethel on the west and I on the east, there he built an altar to the Lord and called the name of the Lord. The second reading is from Romans chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does this scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now when a man walks works, his wages are not credited to him as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the man who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the wicked, his faith is credited as righteousness. Here is the reading.
according to St. John, the fourth chapter, beginning at the fifth verse. So Jesus came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as also did his sons and flocks and herds? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I will give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He said to her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you have now is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus declared, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and now has come when the, worship, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshippers must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said, I know the Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I who speak to you am he. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. <clears throat> Dear brothers and sisters, Grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. How many of you are planning on going out to eat after worship today? Okay, how many of you normally go out to eat after worship on, on a day like today? Okay, well, have, has this ever happened to you? Um, feel, feel free to raise your hands or, 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 or kind of go ha 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 to yourself if it has. Imagine this. You've gone to your favorite restaurant, especially on a Sunday, and you found that there is a large crowd ahead of you. And you found that you've had to wait longer than expected, and even though there seem to be places open, or at least opening, there doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be any room for you. Can anyone relate? Yep, a few of you, of course. Baffling, isn't it? So you basically got two options. You're, you're either going to have to wait until there's room available anywhere, or you have to go, um, um, or, or, or you can try to go somewhere else to eat. However, on a Sunday, you're probably going to be a bit out of luck because guess what happens? If there's no room at one place, what's probably going to happen at the other place? There's no room, right. 
And of course, if you don't already have a reservation, guess what? You're in even more trouble. And you're going to have to wait even longer while room gets made for you. Well, despair not, brothers and sisters. There is somewhere on a Sunday where you can always come to eat, where there is always room for you, right here in church. Today, as we celebrate Holy Communion, we come together to eat and drink. As we do so, Jesus himself is really and truly present in the bread and wine. He is present with us, and he promises us all a place at his table. There is plenty of room for you, no matter who you are, no matter what kind of week you had, or the kind of life, the kind of life you've been living. Jesus personally invites and welcomes you to his meal this morning. There is already a space reserved for you, because Jesus has already made the reservation for you. Furthermore, this morning we will be returning to receiving communion at the altar rail to show us that as we gather as family groups and friends, we ultimately gather together as the family of God at his meal served at his table. We do so as equals, all receiving the same amount of bread and wine and therefore the same Jesus, the same spiritual power, and the same grace. We are also all reminded that we are all saved in the same way, by faith in the death and resurrection of Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins and the promise of eternal life. We have this promise from the Bible itself, as we hear in both the first and second readings, which Gail read for us just a few moments ago, which both talk about the promise made to Abraham. And who was Abraham? Was he a great man? Yes, but he really wasn't a great man to begin with. Nothing is really known about him before he gets mentioned as having lived in Ur, but then randomly being called by God. He had no pre-existing qualifications that would have caused him to be, deserved to be called by God to leave his home and journey to a new one where a great destiny awaited him. Even then, his destiny seemed to be pretty elusive. As we hear in today's reading from Genesis, he had to travel a long way and had to deal with the fact that there were already people living in the land God had promised him. He then had to keep going before he finally got to where he needed to be. But notice that at each place he stopped at, he built an altar to God. The reason he did so was to show that he was still following God's lead and trusting that at each place he stopped at, God was taking him safely to his final destination. Also, even though Abraham and his wife Sarah were, were well past childbearing age, God still promised that they would have a son who would spawn a great nation. Abraham had nothing to go on to believe that this would happen except faith. Just like we have to have faith that, eventually, enough people will leave to make room for us at the restaurant we want to eat at, Abraham also had to have faith and wait for God to carry out his promise. This nation was further called for a special purpose to carry out God's love and care for the whole world. And today, we who share the same faith and trust in God as Abraham are part of that nation. The God who made that 
promise to Abraham in the Old Testament is the same God who makes the same promise to us today that everyone who believes in him, trusts him, and believes that he does what he promises is part of his nation. His holy people, the church, and has a place in which there is plenty of room. All believe are part of the same covenant or promise God made with Abraham, which still exists today. And again, there is plenty of room in this covenant. Furthermore, this be part of God's family and part of the covenant, just like with Abraham, happens not because we already have to prove ourselves good enough, or we have to have a good reputation, but because of our faith. We believe, therefore we are already counted as righteous and holy. No good works we do contribute to our being accepted and saved. God already accepts us just as we are, and every day makes us become more like him, mentoring and guiding us each day. We also see Jesus doing this with the Samaritan woman. Technically, he should have known this was talking with her because she is a woman and a Samaritan, both, both kinds of people who were considered to be outside the covenant. But that doesn't stop Jesus from associating with her because he makes no distinctions or restrictions. He sees people in need of help and healing. She was also possibly looked down upon in her own community because of her relationship status. But notice that even there, Jesus does not put a value judgment on the woman's relationship history. He simply states the facts of her life as they are in order to show he knows about her and is more concerned for her overall condition than passing any judgment on her life situation. He continues to accept her just as she is, patiently answering her questions. One of these is where the proper place to worship God is. He reminds her that, since God is the God of all people, he is available to everyone, everywhere, and at every time, and that she is included in the everyone. Even though, according to the laws of the time, she shouldn't be included in the covenant made with Abraham's people, because she believes in Jesus, she is still included. Jesus is not only available to us this morning, but every day. We only have to accept what he offers. But what he promises the Samaritan woman is something more than just being included. He promises her true refreshment, himself as living water. He gives himself his power, grace, and mercy. And you are personally invited to receive this living water from Jesus today. If you are struggling, if you are hurting, if you are tired, if you are feeling sad, then you are more than invited to come and be refreshed by Jesus. He understands what you're having to go through, what you're having to suffer, and he has exactly what you need. Maybe there's something else that's making you thirsty right now, something that's happened that's caused you to feel drained and exhausted. You're spent and have no more energy or will to fight or even keep going. Jesus invites you to lay down your battle, lay down your fight, come to him and be renewed 
and invigorated by him. Your situation isn't hopeless. Jesus is here to pick you up and give you new enthusiasm and purpose again. Maybe you need a change to your life. Jesus can change you if you let him. Just like a drink of water or any drink of choice helps us feel refreshed, Jesus can provide eternal refreshment. So as you come to receive communion, come and be refreshed by Jesus and accept the new life he gives you today. There is already a place set for you. Come. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now together let us confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made. Of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate for the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus, your living water. Sometimes we don't realize how thirsty we are. Sometimes what we drink makes us even thirstier. Thank you that Jesus provides what we need most, your goodness, love, forgiveness, and life in the most spiritually digestible form himself, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Make your church a place where your living water flows. Make us people eager, eager to worship you in spirit and in truth, to care for one another with gentle hearts and to share the living water of your son with everyone we know. Use us to quench the thirst, heal the hearts, and cleanse the souls of people dying for the lack of your love. Make it always share... Make it always share your holy word so that many may hear and come to believe that your son is the savior of the world. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Jesus said the fields are ripe for the harvest. Make each of us disciples eager to share the living water with thirsty souls in our communities. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Have mercy on our nation, its leaders, and its people. Remove from us the spirit of discord and strife, and crown us with the blessing of your peace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Refresh and heal with your living water everyone burdened with suffering and sorrow, including those we need silently in our hearts. Give them renewed strength, deep peace, and unshakable hope, and abiding faith in your compassion. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, with reverence and affection, we entrust our beloved dead into your care. Wipe away the tears, all who mourn. Refresh us with your word and sacraments as we pass through death's valley. Speed the day when, in spirit and in truth, the whole company of the redeemed will worship you and acclaim your Son as the Savior of the world, our Lord and our God. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated as we receive the offering. We wish to let our visitors and guests know that you are under no obligation to give. This service is our gift to you.
Merciful Father, we offer her with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us, ourselves, our time, and our possessions, signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. supper he took the cup and when he had given thanks he gave it to them to drink saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of your sins do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me and as our Savior Christ has taught us we are bold to say our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. This is the Lord's table to which he invites all who believe and are baptized to come and feast on his true body and blood. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Come, for all is ready.
body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Go along with peace.
Please stand for our post-communion liturgy. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen us all and keep us in his grace. Amen. Thank the Lord and sing his praise. Tell everyone what he has done. Let everyone who seeks the Lord rejoice and proudly bear his name. He recalls his promises and leads his people forth in joy. Shouts of thanksgiving. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Almighty God, you gave your son both as a sacrifice for sin and a model of the godly life. Enable us to receive him always with thanksgiving and to conform our, li and to conform our lives to his. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
To subscribe to the Weekly Word, please visit your favorite podcast provider. May God bless you now and always.